This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Can I, before we get into Write That Down, can I just ask, like, in general... Can we not get one extended run from a winter Minnesota sports team? Like, is it is it impossible for one of these teams, winter. the Wild? Winter. Well, from any sports team. But specifically, can't, we can't get a wild run. To the, it's the state of hockey, for God's sake. I know the series isn't over yet, but we can't get a Western Conference Finals. You know, my Timberwolves, although I'm feeling good about Anthony Edwards, as we talked about on another chunk of uh, this podcast, we can't just, you know upset a team in the first round like the Heat are about to do in the Eastern Conference. We just we're just destined well, for these yeah. teams to be done by May first every single year apparently. And then we get to uh the twins who have not won a playoff game in what, nineteen their past nineteen tries. I it's it's incredibly maddening. It's frustrating. Like you would think that you would just luck yourself into a, a playoff run. My God, the Wild made a run to the Western Conference finals in their third year of existence. Yeah. By the way, it's uh, it's it's only eighteen straight losses for the Twins. Oh, okay? sorry, don't, didn't mean uh, to pile on. Don't didn't disrespect them jerk. like that. Yeah. So, all right. Anyhow, I had to get that off my chest here. This is Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. You're home for daily Minnesota sports entertainment, speculation, and therapy. And on Wednesdays, we're the only show in America outside of our other daily show, Purple Daily, that actually puts statistics next to our predictions. It's a segment we call Write That Down. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. That's really the only rule here. We keep track of batting averages and home runs. And listeners, if you want to participate, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app. Uh, Kevin is going to be our guest listener predictor on the show today. All right. Are you guys ready to be held accountable here? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do this. We'll start with Judd. Not really. Yeah, oh, I mean, God, you know, salvage Chris, a little bit here. Okay. Chris Finch. Oh, you, yeah. You idiot. said, well, you said the Wolves would lose in six to the Nuggets. The Wild would win games three and four against the Stars. Uh-huh. Idiot. Idiot. You said Cat would have at least 25 and 10 in game two against the Nuggets. Idiot. And Chris Finch would be the NBA coach of the year. Real idiot. But. No, I don't think the voting has been finalized quite yet to the public. No, I think it's fine to take it off the okay. board and ridicule me. 
But you did say last week the Twins would score at least 10 runs in one of the two remaining games against the Red Sox. And they did that day, actually. So congratulations on your home run, sir. Swing in the bat. The The Sox. Hey, Sox, Sox, you Sox. Joe Mawa drinks wine coolers. One of the funniest rips I've ever heard. Spring training. Hey, Mawa, Mawa, you drink wine coolers, Mawa. That's my accent. The accent That's is my perfect. pack. I, I packed my pack. car by the harbor. <laughs> All right, I said the Wolves in seven. What do you think now, Maggie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was. Maggie. Think I was wrong. I you're wrong. Your, your partner's an idiot. <laughs> I said either Cat or Ant would have a game winner in the fourth quarter slash overtime at some point against the Nuggets. Ant flirted a couple times. I feel like Ant was trying. Almost hit the tying shot yesterday. Yeah. So the Wolves would win game two against the Nuggets. And I said in game two between the Stars and the Wild, Wild uh-huh. that the Stars would get physical with Dumba and it would trigger a penalty. They didn't really. They just kind of. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. No, they just kicked the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. Wild's the ass all over the ice. Yeah. No. But old Macadac, who's off to an historically slow start so far this season, the worst start of my write-that-down career, I did at least come to life a little bit here, telling you that Joey Gallo, in his first start back from injury, would hit a bomb. I hit a bomb. Bring your playbook, kid. And he did. I also said it would be reported sometime between whenever I made this prediction and the NFL draft that Aaron Rodgers would be retired or traded by the Packers. A little buzzer beater there. Yeah. You probably Just didn't think it was going to take wire. that long. when You you pr- probably thought that the traded portion was a layup at the time. Yeah, well, it took him forever to figure out the terms and contract and all that crap. Yes, it did. All right, let's see here. Listeners had a bunch of red here. Brandon said the Wild will the Wild and Wolves would get through the first round of the playoff series. Well, the Wolves dropped the the ball on that one. Well, the Wild might be in the progress of doing the same. Dean said the Wild would be. I'm sorry. The Wolves would be a playoff, not play-in team. And I, there's a little leeway here. I I interpreted this to mean they would. However, they would do it. They would get to the playoffs. Uh, but then he said they'd win at least one series. And then he had a Lakers portion of this, but it's wrong. Sorry, Dean. Jack said the Wolves would make the Western Conference Finals. So this prediction from Abdul is the oldest remaining prediction on the board for listeners. Oh, wow. It's the Larry Brown prediction. Yeah, it doesn't go quite that far back, but this goes back like four years to when Matt LaFleur was hired by the Packers. And he said Aaron Rodgers will outlast Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Abdul, if you're still listening four years later, you're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> LeFleur is still there. And then Guzo last week had a show prediction that came off the board during the show that Judd would wave the flag during the episode. And then he worked me. Baited him he into did. it. He worked me like a puppet. Nice job, Guzo. Duh. And then uh, Dexy, you had a you had a rough one here. You said the Wolves would lose in six to the Nuggets. The Wild would not be trailing at any point in this series to the Stars in terms of the games, well, they're down now. And then you had a Judd prediction last week. You ah. said when Dick when Dick Bramer, actually, this was two weeks ago, but we gave you the extra day. You said when Dick Bramer returns to the broadcast booth, Judd will complain in our text thread at least three different times across three different games about Dick Bramer. I counted only two, and they were early. It was like yes. the first two games. Yeah, the- We were tracking... 
Yes. You complained within like 45 minutes after I made the first prediction. Then okay. you complained on Friday, and I, I was even texting Mackie so like, oh, this is just going to lay up by Saturday, Sunday. No. And then, no, here, and shockingly, you you pump the brakes on one of your you know one of your favorite hits in our text thread. Here's your flaw: other teams and games were going on, so you weren't watching as much. So I didn't watch as much, right? Well, like, you know, I didn't I watch actually, it all I, last I, night. I actually tried to get Dex an assist. I tried to get the assist for Declan last week. I texted you. I texted you like a link, like a Bramer link or something, mm-hmm, hoping yeah. that Judd would respond in a critical way, and Judd didn't take the bait. I, also, I think you just yeah. ignored it and like went to the next thing. Like you I just was doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah I also I'm busy ba- this time I tried here. to bait him a little bit too in like uh, during the Red Sox series. Like I, I love these Nesson broadcasters. Like I, I was like poking a little bit. I think I was even doing See, the Yankees so, broadcasters. Like, so you guys aren't my friends at all. I'm just being played by Guzo. I'm being played by you. See, I thought that this was a text thread of friends. It is just know that. Whatever your interactions are, they might be fake, and they, it, it might yes. be bait for a write-that-down prediction. Yes. I could say, uh, hey, Judd, uh, what are you doing on Thursday? You want to go grab some beers? It might mean that I have a Judd will drink three beers on Thursday night prediction. It's on sort of like you a, never know. A, a game show or, or like <laughs> below deck or something where my supposed <laughs> friends are just using me. That is correct, yes. But Declan was wrong on this one. So with that, here's the 2023 God. season stats. Joe with a 375 oh, average runs. and five home runs. Both of those Bulked up, lead boys. the league. Yeah, I would pee in a cup here. Uh, something's off. Declan's at 333. <laughs> listeners at 225. I actually jumped 41 points in average up to 161 by just not being terrible. Uh, I'm second with third home, three home runs. Declan and the listeners tied with two. All time, Declan leads with a 385 average. Judd with 273 you know hits. Listeners with 44 home runs. Phil is Joey Gallo as a Yankee. I'm fine with that. You are Joey Gallo as a Yankee. I really only care about home runs at this point in my career. Like, I'm 100 points behind Declan in career batting yeah, average. Not gonna I'm not going to catch no. Declan. Nope. I know what I'm, I'm – I'm here to hit bombs, okay? Yeah, that's well. that's the purpose of my existence. I'll write that down. Just be careful. You know, I mean, there, there's a potential for a DFA. <laughs> Just – like get get demoted to uh, get the demoted, taxi squad, the squad. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? You're gonna end end up on some godforsaken podcast, trying to work your way back up to the big leagues. Amazing. Uh, all right, let's get Kevin in here. He's our guest listener predictor. Kevin, what's going on, man? When did you first become a Minnesota sports fan? When did they first uh, break your heart? Oh boy. Well. Uh... Phil, I'm about the same age as you, so I'm in that perfect sweet spot of uh, barely remembering the 91 Twins, you know, vague memories of a yeah. Homer Hankey or two or some newspaper clippings, but then having complete misery after that, right? So I'm 37, and I don't really have any any positive memories of any of my teams around here. It's funny. So Judd and I are on the Tom Bernard Show, TomBernardShow.com. We alternate throughout the week, and Tom was, we were talking about, like, Herbex on Fridays and they were talking about the 87 and 91 and, and Tom said, you know, Phil, remind me how old you are. Do you, do you remember much about 87, 91? I said, Tom, I remember, I remember as a first grader, I do remember Dan Gladden stomping on home plate to win the world series. But then like most of my twins indoctrination came from 1992 through 2000. So we are, Kevin and I are part of a twins fan generation that grew up with like <laughs> Rich Becker as our center fielder. It's quite embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, you said, why can't any of these winter sports teams do anything? Why can't they go on a playoff run? It's something like 50 straight playoff appearances between the Wolves, Wild, 
Twins and Vikings. It's something like 50 straight playoff appearances now that none of them have even made it to a championship. It's ridiculous. It's insane. 30 plus years. If someone did the math on the odds of that being the case, it's like 0.2% chance or something. Someone did the odds on uh, Purple Daily uh, feedback Friday last week. But getting really it's, de- depressing right no. now. So let's brighten it up here. All right, <laughs> let's go around the room here. It's write that down. We're going to start with Kevin. We'll go Kevin over to Judd, Declan, back to me. Three chips around the room. So, Kevin, you're in the batter's box, sir. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. So on the eve of the draft year, I figured I should probably make a draft prediction. So we'll say this. Uh, the top four quarterbacks that will be taken will be these four and in this order. Bryce Young, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. All right. All right, Dex, you got that? Yep, okay. I do. In that exact order? I think if it's in that exact order, I think that's a that's a that's a home run. Yeah. Because there's so so many different things. Okay, I was gonna let the first. I was gonna let you guys decide no, what counts run. as a homer. No, because it's not like a trying four. to hit some of these nine hundred foot bombs, but it's a four item parlay pretty Write much. Write it down, so. you like yeah. writing things down. All right, I'm okay. Judd. All right, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to. The Wild will force a game seven in their playoff series by beating Dallas on Friday night at home. You say that with such doubt and disdain. Well, after last night, I'm just so disgusted. Like, I have just... You predicted a seven-game series. No, but last night's performance was disgusting. But what did you, like... So you predicted a seven-game series, which means you predicted they were going to lose at least three games, maybe four. Right, and they lost game four in a really entertaining, good game. But games two and five were just terrible performances. Like, I, I don't expect teams to lay down and play dead in playoff games. Game four was a hell of a game. Like, if you lose 4-3 or something, that's fine. But, my God, they were so undisciplined last night, and the whining about the officiating, which then the fans glum on to, oh, the officials are, give me a break. Grow up. I feel like, yeah, Dean, Dean Evison has definitely been yeah. fixated on the officials. There's, there's, there's last, been some shady stuff. Well, sure there has, but, but his post game last night, you know, instead of saying, this is on us, like, let's not talk about the officials anymore. You know, oh, hell, I mean, that call on Felino. Yeah, it wasn't a good call. Okay, but actually, life I'm glad happens. The Felino thing for a second. All right. As a, does he just have no control over his body when he's skating around the ice? Like some of the stuff that's happened in this series, whoa, I'm out of control, like a tripping penalty and gets high sticked. And then last night, yeah, does he just, ha- is, he, is he purposely trying to play on the edge in that regard? Yes. Or is he yes, just, he is. okay. Yeah, okay. and and the two penalties in Game Four were terrible. Uh, the the penalty last night should not have been a major. It was a penalty. Like he should have gotten. But you know the problem is when you bitch and moan about officiating constantly and every call, Dean's like, "What? What? Why? You know what? You're never going to get the calls." Yeah. Mm. Well, two more games left. We'll it's see. Time to All grow right. up, Declan. All right, write this down. Write that down. Mark Andre Fleury will start Game Six. And Game 7 for the Minnesota Wild. Oh. Write it down. Oh, 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 so you're going with my prediction. Oh, oh, oh. And you're not going to predict Game 7. I, I like what you just that's did That's a there. manipulation. He will start yeah, Game good. 6, and he will yep. start Game 7 for the Minnesota and Wild. If they win nice. both of those games, he is now the starting goalie. Right. Yep. The adjustments. Forward. And that prediction seems incredibly simple, but it's, it's nuanced. It's layered. I'm proud of Declan. Good job, sports son. <laughs> Write this down. All right. Well, since we're since uh-huh. we're talking hockey shop here, all right, Larry. I think old Macadac is gonna 
Old Macadac's going to step in here for the Hockey Whisperer. All right? okay. He's been in contact with the Hockey Whisperer. So he's alive. The Hockey Whisperer has been monitoring this series very closely from a remote location after he was forced to retire for putting his career on the line last year's playoffs. And so Old Macadac would like to uh, make this prediction in honor of the Hockey Whisperer. Write this down. The Wild win game six, and then in game seven, Kaprizov scores a go-ahead power play goal in the third period, and they will also then go on to win game seven. Wow. That's a wild win game six. Wow. This, this is Nino-like. And they win in game seven thanks to a Kaprizov go-ahead power play goal in the third period. That's right. That's Nino-like. Yep, yeah, 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 get it. Get it. Rick first. Rick first. Rick first. Vikings fan. Vikings flag. Move aside. All right. There it is. State <laughs> hockey flag. 2003. Okay. In honor of the hockey whisperer. That prediction State is in honor world. of the hockey whisperer. Uh-huh. Wow. Write it down. All right, back over to Kevin for your second prediction. All right, I'll switch it up here. I'm going to go over to Twins prediction. Um, Byron Buxton has not started in the outfield yet. Correct. But I predict that he goes on the IL within two weeks of his first start in the outfield. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Just trips over a blade of grass, turf toe. I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Yeah. Could see that. So I think Judd, you and I have opposite predictions that you say he won't play a game in the outfield until May. I say he will. So we basically have four or five games left for him to step out there. I, it's you, looking pretty unlikely at this did point. Did you see that the story in the Sunday paper where Rocco said, "I don't know when he'll play out there," and basically said it's an if. Yeah, I mean, well, Michael Taylor is mean, a good center fielder, and things Buxton's so, been playing, and I don't know. it's amazing what happens when you get a good center fielder to play the position behind Byron. But it's also, but the the real story here, and I don't know. I guess I haven't been paying super close attention to like the coverage of the team yet this year. But the story is that Byron Buxton is only half as valuable doing it this way. So I think there's a there's a big leap from you have a reliable you know, backup center fielder who can spell Buxton once in a while to he never plays in the outfield anymore. Most of his value, I would say more than 50% of his value, maybe even like 60 plus percent of his value is playing center field. So if all of a sudden now we've gone from, okay, he's going to, he's going to try and play all the games in center to like a few years ago to he's going to be playing some in center to he's not playing center field anymore. To me, that's a huge, huge thing for this organization. They didn't sign him as a DH. They signed him. Now, you could argue that his contract's pretty reasonable, even right. if he's just a DH. It's like, what, $15 right. million dollars a year. Right. So it's probably still valuable. But I just think if he if, if they decide he if we get into June and he's just not playing in the outfield, that's a huge, huge shift for the organization. So yeah. anyhow, And he's not uh, stealing bases either. They're not letting him run. Yeah. And he probably sh- – I wouldn't either. <laughs> What's he going to – Well, well no, I mean, he, he can barely – like, he ran to second base and tripped over the second baseman a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> No, he took him out on purpose. But you know what? Would both of you guys stop making so much damn sense and just celebrate this team? Well, no, they I are mean, playing They are playing I well, mean, and it is working well. You're yeah. being sarcastic. I actually think they are playing well. They are playing well, their pitching but, I mean, has been yes, incredible. you're correct on Buxton. It's a good story. So was Correa's terrible start. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm going to give Correa I, – I give him till May. If he if he hasn't if he hasn't heated up in the next five or six games, saying, now I'd it's go a, to him and start. ask him, you know, how you feeling? Go ahead and do it. Why don't What's you? What's wrong? 
I got I guess I'm doing draft stuff right now. I got hockey stuff. <laughs> okay, guy. I'll get out to Target Field <laughs> after after I'm done putting these teams to bed. All okay. right, Sounds write good. this down. <laughs> I also have a Twins prediction. It's very positive. People will like this. The Twins will have at least one pitcher finish in the top three of Cy Young voting. Ooh. The Twins will have at least one. I can't decide. What if they, they might have two, actually, if they right. keep going this yeah. way. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying, you know, Sonny Gray's off to a fantastic start. He's and, great. And, I, and, and here's his thing. He's going to get paid by somebody, and I don't think it's going to be here. Uh, but he's off to a fantastic start. Joe Ryan continues to be great. I, I love this kid. Like, they've got – I give them credit. They finally bolstered themselves with some high-end starting pitching across the, the board. Um, and so at least one starter for the Twins, Declan, will finish in the top three of the sale. I like it. Right. Let's get it. Write this down. Let's get it, Dex. Twins prediction for me, too. Write this down. The Twins will be the only team in the AL Central with a positive run differential uh, by June 1st. So by June yes. 1. The but Twins will be the only team remaining still with a positive run differential. You can basically rule out the uh, Tigers and Royals at this point. They they will not if they somehow miraculously come out of their uh, their slump. That'd be incredible. But they will be the only team, the Twins, that is, with a positive run differential on June first. Okay. All right. Yeah, this division's just kind of. I, I I think Cleveland about Cleveland's just like a good organization. So I do think they'll find a way. Sometimes they'll just throw random dudes out there and still win eighty five or ninety games. So write this down. We'll see. Okay, write this down. This is a parlay here, a Vikings draft parlay. The Vikings will draft a quarterback this year. So like this weekend. And at some point before next week's write that down, Kirk Cousins will post about that quarterback on social media. And off the record, I think it'll like if they if they get Anthony Richardson or if it's Tanner McKee in the third round. I think Kirk will try and mitigate the yep. awkwardness yep. by saying something like, Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. You know, happy to have you on board as a Viking, whatever. He'll he'll try and soften the awkwardness of, oh, they brought in Kirk's replacement. That's the okay. off-the-record angle there. Okay. Okay. All right. Write this down. All right, Kevin, your third and final prediction. All right. Uh, so... Golf is my number one sport to actually play. So I want to make a golf prediction in here somewhere. Um, No live golfer will win a major this year. I think the Masters was probably the best chance at that. And maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part. But I'm going to go ahead and say that anyways. And the atmosphere looked pretty. It looked like they had about 5,000 paid actors actually at their tournament (laughs) last weekend. They went from having nobody at these tournaments, nobody watching on TV, to all of a sudden it's like, Look at the party. They tried to create the 16th hole, like the waste management 16th hole. How much money did the Saudis pay 5,000 actors to act like they're there was one like Pat Perez, like made a Pat Perez made a putt at one point. And there's this crowd going crazy. I don't know if I buy Pat it. Perez. Pat Perez. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So Kevin, since you've got this life changing platform right now on score North, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Oh, for sure. I thank yous. Uh, one, I want to thank the guys in my Empire Fantasy Football League for letting me win most years and uh, giving me the confidence to come on here and do some of these predictions, right? 
And then uh, also got to thank my wife. Um, we'll put it this way. There's a, there's a Dan Auerbach song called Stand By My Girl. And the chorus goes, I'm going to stand by my girl. Don't think I won't. I'm going to stand by my girl because she'll kill me if I don't. <laughs> so with that in mind, oh. I got to thank my wife, my beautiful wife for, oh. uh, you know, allowing me to be on sports and tolerating that more often than not. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations here. Uh, good luck with your predictions and enjoy draft weekend. See you, Kevin. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Let's um let's shut up before we get to our final three predictions here, boys. Our friends at Underdog Fantasy. If you're looking for, we got we got wild playoffs. We got the NFL draft. We got twins. There's a lot of things that you can get into on Underdog Fantasy right now. Yeah, uh, fantasy sports never end. Underdog Fantasy. You can join with promo code SCORE S K O R. They'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks for new users. We'd love to see those slips too. So if you're making slips or making pick'em slips, I should say on the NBA, the NHL. Of course, PGA Tour Majors is, is where I like to make my action in there happen. Go to Underdog Fantasy, use promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, $100 first match. Go download the Underdog Fantasy app. Also, a shout-out to EcoFun, a new partner of ours here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Old Dex Tweets and Macadac dueling right. scooters yesterday. We're just riding around on uh, the, you know, just like the basic city scooters. We're all over, all over the North Loop. We had a, a, a good meeting yesterday that hopefully we can talk more about later. But uh, if you're looking to really upgrade your scooter game, you can save $300 off the total price of a new Yamaha Zuma 125 fuel-injected scooter. Football. Lowest price ever. You can also get, let's see here, oh my God, 100 to 120 miles per gallon on some of these scooters. No interest financing on all scooters for up to one year. So if you live that scooter life, like Dex and old Macadac, why don't you check out EcoFun to upgrade your scooter game? All right, Judd, third and final prediction from you. Write this down. All right. I'm going to call an an audible, and uh, I am going to uh, refute one of Macadac's predictions and mm. say this. The Vikings will draft a quarterback, and Kirk Cousins will post nothing on his social media platforms about said quarterback oh it's gonna be awkward he'll just, he'll just let awkward. it faster now he might privately reach out but i think he will uh, no you think he would let it fester publicly but privately reach out to the quarterback I mean, kirk's a weird dude i don't know but anyway he will not he will not acknowledge it on any of his social media platforms which are what twitter and instagram is that right i think he's on the I, gram I think he's on the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it. well. The, the okay. gram is where he had that mystery meat photo that broke the internet. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that the mystery so, meat. That was so I weird. I don't know what that was. Let's see here. What, so what is the last? How active is he? I think I feel like someone said that Julie actually runs a lot of his Somebody social media. Yeah, I think that's true. Yes, I believe his way. Or maybe they have someone. But so he. Let's see here. His, his last post on Instagram was just like a family Easter photo. Okay. So it's been yeah. it's been a it's been awfully quiet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awfully quiet. 
Yeah, well, because because and then the last post before that was a month before when Adam Thielen was let go. Kind of an ode to Adam Thielen. So, huh. hmm. okay, okay. All right, Dex, what's your final prediction? Write this down. All right, uh, Judley, I know you're a big WWE fan, so I'm guessing you saw on Monday there's a new World Heavyweight Championship that's going to be introduced uh, at the end of May, I believe, for at Prince the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Nope, it's the uh, Night of Champions Night of Champions, view. thank you. I saw something because I saw it was supposed to be a huge announcement, and then once I saw it, I didn't really get why it was a big deal. Well, because they well, so they've title. kind of they've kind of booked themselves into a corner here. They've always yeah. had for a long time. They've had two titles. They've had the most recent iteration. So they actually got rid of the World Heavyweight Title like seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. They used to have the WWE Title and the World Heavyweight Title, and then they yeah. got rid of the World Heavyweight Title. I think they just had like one title for a while. But then they introduced the Universal Championship. So they had the WWE and the Universal Championship. And then a few years ago, Roman Reigns won both of them to be the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. And he hasn't lost in a 1,000 days. And so the WWE's like, well, we want to have two titles again, but we, we don't want to like take one of them off Romans. Let's just bring back one of the old titles. So now they have three titles, technically. Was this Vince's idea? Yes. Or somebody else? Okay. <laughs> Probably. Or it was Vince's idea to to book them to this corner and here. Vince was out of this for a while, right? Now he's, he's back. very he's much back in now. Up. Okay, yeah, right. very much back in. Yes. Uh, so write this down: the first WWE World Heavyweight Champion will be someone who has never held the WWE title or Universal title. So it'll mm. be a first time. Like he'll NXT guys could still qualify for this. So if a one Cody of, could be a Cody. Cody, Cody Rhodes. Yep. Uh, so the first WWE World Heavyweight Champion will be someone who has not held a WWE major title, as in the WWE title or the Universal mm-hmm. title. Write it down. Okay. Sami well, Zayn. Don't. Also, don't sleep on Sami well, Zayn. Potential well, option there too. That. Write this down. You do that. All right. I'm going to need Judd to take his headphones off for this third oh, and final wow. prediction here. Wow. Here go, yep. Hold on. He's turning his mic. He's turning turning his headphones down. down. His mic just turns all the way. (laughs) Okay, here's my prediction. I think he's. You can tell me if this has already happened, but I think he's very much teetering on this. So my prediction is going to be: write this down. By the end of May, Judd will call for Dean Evason to be let go by the Wild, either on Judd's hockey show, a tweet, or in some written form. Because I know he does some writing, like some freelance writing. He will, on some platform, call for the dismissal of Dean Evison. Yeah, I mean, he's been teetering on that. He basically was alluding to that after Mm -hmm. the Game 5 loss. So I don't want to say this is a touchdown. No, that's fine. I just doesn't have to be a yeah I know he's there he's definitely like there yeah. I'm just I'm just he's going to take it across the yeah I think but I, I think this is a very good chance of hitting um yeah fair, okay. fair you can come back come on John. come on back yep. back your headphones mm-hmm. there you go if I could only read lips X one two mm-hmm. let's see if it happens here it could actually happen before the end of this episode hmm. hello no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, That'd be no. great if that it's was a, a prediction. It'll be a, it'll be an opinion. It'll be opinion based. You will. It'll be something that you have a thought on. Okay. That I, I am predicting you will have a thought on something. Okay. Do you have any see. more thoughts to end the show? I really don't. Anything wolves related? No. Twins? Bikes? For a while, no. Wild? No, I've gotten it all uh-huh. out there. It's all out there. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. No Dick Bramer opinions. Oh really? Huh? You no. sure? None right now. No. 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 <laughs> Twins play 
this and, afternoon. And he takes on uh, for baseball. And he takes on uh, Quasi. I think he's just doing a great job. Fantastic work. <laughs> no, I really don't have any. I, I, I mean, I am. What about Thad Levine? I'm spent on Thad Levine. No, I haven't, I haven't even thought about that. <laughs> Does Thad still work in town here? I haven't heard from Thad in forever. <laughs> great guest back in the day. It was great. He, he talked was. a lot, but now now it's the Derek show. Yeah. No, All right, we'll see. We'll see if this comes off the board at some point here. And don't forget, wild. I, I, I've got a feeling. I didn't. I can't read lips, but I have a feeling it's wild. Did you see me? Did you see me mouth? No. I just think you know that I am teetering on the edge of calling for heads, and I feel like that is what. You think <laughs> probably. Uh, I love it. You know what? I think I could tell you, like Vince Lombardi says. We can tell the opposing team what the play is. It doesn't matter. We're going to run our play. I think I could tell you what my prediction is, and you would still do it. I think you once did that, and I still did it (laughs) because I just didn't care. I was so hot. Oh, man. A reminder, tomorrow night, the draft party, the Surly Park Tavern draft party, Park Tavern in St. Louis Park, 6 o'clock doors open in the 11th frame portion of the building. You can get there early and just hang out in their main area, too, if you want to. I'm sure they would love for uh, for you to grab a couple drinks, some some snacks, but six o'clock doors open seven o'clock. We stream live on the purple daily YouTube channel. We'd love to meet as many of you as possible. So come hang out. No cover charge, uh, double sign autographs, double sign body parts. He'll sign t-shirts, no, whatever no you body need, parts. No body parts again. but he, but he may not, he may not hey, say John. hi to you in the grocery store, Hello. but he will at well, the tomorrow night. Party. I'm all about saying hi, Hello. but no <laughs> body parts. I don't want to be called into HR. I'd have to leave home. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. You're home for daily Minnesota Sports entertainment, speculation, and therapy as needed.